You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, where you'll learn step-by-step how to meet and seduce beautiful women, whether you're looking for one night of fun, a week-long fling, or a long-term relationship. I'm your host, Trip, and the episode starts now. Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Today, we're going to go over something a little relevant, something I've been hearing about on Instagram, something I've been seeing in the kind of trending areas. We're talking about masturbating, no fap, fapping, no nut, November. I don't know where this started, by the way. You know what? Let's do a Google search right now. No Nut November. We're going to look this up together. No Nut November is an annual event. Oh, it's annual. That encourages men to go 30 days without ejaculating or busting a nut. Hence, No Nut November. Interesting. It says, what is No Nut November? Here are the rules. I think the rules are pretty simple. Don't masturbate for 30 days. I think that's pretty much it. Well, what's interesting is that This is the first time I've ever heard of this, but it looks like as I'm looking here on Google that it was something that happened last year. So maybe it's been going on for quite a while, but people are talking about it a lot. And so I wanted to talk about it today, not just the idea of no nut November, but the idea of fapping no fap. If you don't know what fapping is, that's just another term for masturbating. It's, I believe, coined in the Reddit community. You can actually go to reddit.com slash r. Let's see if I'm right here. Slash r. No fap. I think that's still it. Yeah, that's a community with half a million members where it's a support group for not masturbating. People really like it. I've done it before. I've gone, I did a 30-day one many years ago. Did a couple of 30-day ones. And I've also done a, I think it was like a little over 60 Okay. But let me be clear here. I remember when I did the no 60, no nut for over 60 days. I allowed myself to have sex or fool around with girls, but I know that I, I in those few months, I did not masturbate. So I kind of wanted to go over what this is all about and kind of talk about it with you if this is something you're interested in and give my opinion on it and, and my thoughts. Now, don't forget that coaching is available to you if you are interested in it. Now, it doesn't mean it's available to you because not everyone gets in the coaching program. I know, I know, I'm harsh. I know, I'm picky. I know, I need you to apply. It's not for everyone. I actually just got off with someone now who just signed up for coaching. And it's interesting because we were talking about the application process and I was explaining why I do the application process. Like, Why don't I just allow everyone into the coaching program? Why do I have to exclude people? Well, here's the thing. I only want people to apply if they're interested in actually doing the coaching. I know that sounds crazy. Like, well, why would they apply if they're not interested in it? Well, I can tell that there are some people who sign up for coaching and they know that there's work involved, but they don't really want to do it. Some people just like to sign up for something or buy something in hopes that it will just solve their problem. But coaching is a two-way process. Coaching, while it is in some ways magical because it completely fast-forwards you getting results in your dating life and meeting more women and having sex with more women and getting into a relationship with the women that you want, like it does fast-forward that process, but there is still some work on your end, right? 
just like anything, you have to put some effort. Like for example, and this is a crazy, weird, odd analogy, but let's say I were to offer you a vacuum cleaner. Well, there's all kinds of vacuum cleaners, right? But at the end of the day, you still have to push the vacuum cleaner, even if it's something that does get the dirt off the rug, right? I guess you can technically get a Roomba and it can do it all by itself. But let's be honest, right? A vacuum is much better than a Roomba. So the things where you do put your own effort into it, but you get a lot of help and you combine those two really, really gets you the results you want. So if you're going to apply, I want you to be serious about it. I want you to say, hey, I'm ready to jump into a program where I'm going to listen to Trip, do what he says, because if you do, the results are guaranteed. And I'm not trying to sit here being like, I know everything. I'm the man. Listen to me. Bow down to me. No. But I've created this coaching program in such a specific way where I have to tell you exactly what to do. And if you do the things I tell you to do, that's what works. That's what coaching is, right? That's what coaching is all about. Just like if you were to get a fitness trainer, you listen to him. He tells you or she tells you what to do. You do it and boom, you get the results. So apply today at coachedbytrip.com and I'll reach out to you and I will email or text you and we will get on the phone and we will see further if coaching is a good fit. So if you need help in this area, let me help you. Do not struggle and do this on your own. Like I said, like I have said in the past, you can listen to these podcasts, you can watch my YouTube videos, even read the book, and you can get results. But some guys, they want to really push this to the next level. So if you want to do that and you want to get it done fast, apply for coaching today. Coachedbytrip.com. All right, let's get into the no nut November, the no fap November, no fapping in this whole thing. I've talked about this before, I believe, on the podcast. I've even uh, done some YouTube videos on it, but I still wanted to dive deeper into it because it's, it is trending right now. And people are probably like thinking about doing it. Maybe you're doing it right now. I even have a client that I'm working with who is maybe listening to this, who is really intent on doing no fap and he says it helps him. So what's the deal? Does it help? Is it something you should do? Why do people do it? Well, some people do no fap because they claim that it gives them more energy, more creative energy. You know, when you ejaculate as a man, you you tend to kind of get drained, you kind of get tired, you know, you just kind of go blah, like it is all like, oh, you kind of melt into, I don't know, the bed or wherever you are. It's like this release of energy. So some people claim that if you do not ejaculate, you kind of have more energy. And it helps you. It helps you focus. It helps you have more creative energy throughout the time that you're doing it. Some people think the opposite. They think, well, no, it's actually very distracting. If I don't ejaculate, my mind is consistently on sex. All I'm doing is thinking about sex. I'm so horny because I haven't ejaculated in a while. And so it doesn't make me focus. It's not good. There's also, there's been studies done that have said that it is healthy for you to ejaculate on a regular basis. I believe that might be linked to helping with testicular cancer. Do not quote me on that. That's just something I am just remembering that I read somewhere. You might want to look into that a little bit more. So yeah, I mean, there's all these kind of opinions and views and and I wanted to give my opinion and view on it. And I stand a little bit more towards not doing it, okay? So I don't really believe in no nut November or doing no fap for a very long time. But let me be very clear on what I do believe in. 
I do believe in you trying it. I think every guy in his life should try, if you have not already, to not ejaculate for 30 days. I believe that it is an interesting experiment and just something interesting to experience to see how your body reacts to it. It's kind of like fun in a way. I mean, well, for some people, it's not very fun because it's so challenging. But at least it's it's entertaining the fact to just see what happens, what will happen if I decide not to touch myself, not ejaculate, and maybe even go as far as not even have sex, like literally no ejaculating at all for that period of time. I think it'd be interesting for you to see what it's like. My experience is that throughout the whole thing, it is it's quite distracting for me. Uh, for me, I don't see much benefit from it. I see more of a distraction. Uh, my mind is a little bit more focused on sex because I have not ejaculated. And, and even if that wasn't the case, I, I didn't find much energy from it. I just didn't see much benefit. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying that people are lying that have had that, but there's people who are like, I haven't done it for a full year and, and wow. And I guess that's cool. I just don't understand why that's so important to people. Now, on the other hand, there are people who are addicted to masturbating, have a very bad masturbating habit or a sexual addiction, and that's kind of on the far extreme. Maybe better for those people to do something like No Nut November or No Fat, but even, uh, even that, I think it's too extreme. I think it'd be way too extreme for someone who has some sort of masturbating addiction to all of a sudden go from, I'm doing it all the time, to never doing it. I just don't see why it's so bad to do it every once in a while. And I'm not sitting here going, you know, trying to uh, defend it because I like it so much. I mean, I'm just saying, like, looking at it subjectively, nothing has shown that it is bad for you to do it. The only thing I've ever read or heard of where it's bad to do it is if you're doing it so much that it's distracting you, let's say, from your normal life, or like any addiction. Any addiction is bad. If you're addicted to anything and it's taking over your life in a negative way where it's taking you away from everyday life and all you can do is focus on that, then there's an issue, right? Then there's a problem. But even, like I was saying, even for those people, I can't imagine it would be bad to go from someone who's doing it, let's say, five times a day on this most extreme level, or even three times a day, to going and doing it once to, I don't know, four times per week, right? Again, unless it's an extreme and those one time you're doing it, you're doing it for hours, probably not good. Probably not good because there might be something deeper and psychological going on that is unhealthy, right? It's just the fact that you have to sit there and do it for so long. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but I think we can all agree that if you're doing it for hours and hours or doing it multiple, multiple times per day, it's probably not healthy. There's probably something going on, taking you away from your life. And there's a deeper rooted psychological issue. Okay. So basically what I'm saying here is I think that it's a fad. I think it's a fun thing that people are talking about, like No Nut November. I think that the whole NoFap scene is inherently just more of a thing to do that's rooted in anything very specific or scientific. You know, and I might come across something scientific. And if I do, I'll share it with you. But I think it's very personal to everybody. That's why I say for you, experiment with it. If you find that you do it for 30 days and there are just a laundry list of benefits in your life because you've done it, well, that's great. That's awesome. If you actually find that you're getting more creative energy 
and you can focus better on things and you're coming up with like crazy ideas because you're not so focused on sex, amazing. But if you find that it's more trouble than it is, I mean, don't bother. It's okay. Like, I think there's a lot of shame around masturbating for some reason. You know, it's like a lot of guys, they say like, like the joke is like you do it and then afterwards you're like, oh God, what, what have I done, right? It's fine. It's normal. It's okay. As long as it's not taking over your life. And also, I should say this. Here is one of the benefits of it. Here is one of the benefits of it. And one of my clients, one of my coaching clients, I did not prescribe him this. He kind of self-prescribed him this, but he says that this works. So I'm kind of helping him through it. Is that when he doesn't do it, he finds that he's more motivated to go out and to meet women, right? And I get it. I totally get it. I can see how that would work. So if that works for him, we've actually given him the idea where he can just do it once a week. And that seems to help him. You know, he gets to, as funny as this sounds, look forward to his once a week session. And then throughout the week, he finds that he's more motivated to go out and do approaches. So that's another reason why I do encourage you, if you've never done it before, to try it out in 30 days and see what it does for you. See if there are benefits or see if it hurts you or see just what it can or cannot do for you. I think it's interesting. And I think every guy reacts differently. So I've told you my experience. It was interesting. It was challenging. It was kind of helpful in some ways, uh, but mostly just more distracting and didn't really do much for me. So I really recommend you try it out, but don't just get caught up in this trend just because a bunch of guys are doing it, just because they're calling it No Nut November. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe this stems from the idea of testicular cancer awareness. Maybe I didn't look into this enough or look this up enough to know. If that's the case, well, then that's great if that's bringing awareness to uh, testicular cancer or support for that. But if it's just, just this funny, random, weird thing and the fun alliteration of the end, no nut November, you know, don't get caught up in this. Don't worry. Don't focus on it. Again, you can do it if you've never done it before. November, I guess, will be the time to do it. Like I said, test it out. But, uh, but don't think that you're missing out on this on this crazy thing, okay? Don't get caught up just because it's a trend. That's my thoughts. Simple enough. Let us move on and answer a question. I've been doing this in the past recent podcasts is answering questions that people email in. This one, unfortunately, is from a while ago. I hope you're still listening, buddy. This is from July 7th, but I'm doing a lot more of these. So if you want to ask a question, you're over 18, you have a good question with lots of detail that you want answered, you can email me, tripattripadvice.com with the subject line podcast question. And I will go ahead and I will answer it if it's a good question. This one is, let's read it right now. Hi, Trip. My name is Kong. It's pronounced Kong. I've always been listening and watching your contents on podcast on YouTube. I was a virgin not so long ago, and your content helped me with women and sex. I really need your help on the situation I'm in. This is my first time sending you an email. I hope you make a podcast out of this so I can download and listen to it over and over again. Here's the story. There's this girl. Let's call her MX. That's an interesting name if we're going to make a fake name. A few weeks ago, I met MX on Tinder. I set up a date, and we got tea together. She's very cute and beautiful. She's also very shy and not very social. 
We went to my apartment, watched a movie. After that, we cuddled. I didn't kiss her that time. That was a mistake, by the way. If you're already getting to the point where you're cuddling, you can go for the kiss. Then I set up a second date with her and took her out to milkshakes. After the milkshake, we got to my apartment. And that time we made out. She allowed me to take off her shirt and bra, but not her pants. She told me she'd never had sex before. The third time we saw each other, we did the same thing. The fourth time we saw each other, we had sex. I was the first guy she ever had sex with. After that, we didn't see each other for five days because we have exams. After our exams, I texted her to hang out for a fifth time and didn't get a response from her for 24 hours. Then I got a response from her saying that she can't hang out with me anymore, thinks we are not a good fit, and that it's not me, it's her. I think that's bullshit because we were texting each other. Then the next day, she thinks we are not a good fit. We haven't texted or seen each other for more than seven days. Trip, I always follow your advice on having an abundant mindset and moving on and talking to other girls, and but part of me thinks I can win her back. We were having the best time knowing each other for two weeks, and then all of a sudden, she wants to end it. My question to you, Trip, is what do you think I should do? What feedback can you give me based on the story I gave you? What is it that me and other men can learn from? Thank you, Trip, for taking the time to read this. I look forward to your response. Thanks, Kong. P.S. I started reading your book, and it's awesome. Cool. He's talking about Magnetic, which is the book on Amazon that you can get. Here's the thing, my friend. You say, Trip, I always follow your advice on having an abundant mindset and moving on and talking to other girls. And then you go, but part of me thinks I can win her back. Boom, right there. You're not doing the abundant mindset, okay? I picked this question because I get this from a lot of you, okay? I was just actually talking to a coaching client this morning saying the thing I'm about to say to you right now. One of the most important qualities that you can have in a girl that you're interested in One of her qualities has to be that she likes you back. Okay? This is not the case, obviously. So I'll go a little bit deeper into that in a second of what you can do next time. You don't ever want to be in a situation where you are trying to win her back. I'm not saying that you don't want to be in this. You can't help the fact that a girl might not like you. I'm not saying try not to be in that situation. Of course, like that's out of your control. Sometimes. However, what I am saying is that don't ever, don't ever put yourself in a situation where you're trying to win her back. You are the prize. It's an old saying that comes from, uh, from some pickup artists. And I really like it because it's true. You are the prize. You are awesome. The second a woman doesn't see that, that's her problem. Now, it's also a little bit your problem because maybe you're not displaying that value as best as you can be. That's why you listen to these podcasts. That's why you do coaching. That's why you get the book. That's why you learn this stuff so you can learn how to do that. So you do your best to display your value and be as attractive as possible. Be your most awesome self. If she doesn't see that, that is a disqualification. She's disqualified now from being with you. Do you understand? She is disqualified now. So what do I think you should do? Let her go. Because you practicing, and this is a skill in itself, you practicing and getting into the art of just letting a girl go makes you so much stronger. Don't try to be really good at winning a girl back. Most of the time, it's not going to happen. But either way, that's not a skill you want because that's putting you in desperation mode, in needy mode. 
Don't be good at that. That's a crappy thing to be good at. You know what's really powerful? Being able to just let her go and be in a real abundant mindset. An abundant mindset, I understand I talk to you guys like it's something you want to step into, but let me just tell you the truth. The true abundant mindset, you don't have to convince yourself to be abundant. It's not something where you say to yourself every day, I'm abundant, I'm abundant, I'm abundant, and that's the abundant mindset. The abundant mindset is when it's actually real, when it's actually inside of your brain, when you're actually saying to yourself and not having to convince yourself that you don't need someone else, that you're okay with being alone, that you're okay because you're cool with being alone because you're awesome and that another girl will come back. That's the true abundant mindset. So you want to practice to get into that mindset by doing this thing I'm telling you do now. Let her go because you're just creating this weird idea in your head that this girl is so much different than other girls. There's other women out there that are going to be awesome that you can meet. Let her go. So that's what people can learn from this. Now, why she didn't respond, I mean, who knows? Who knows? I'm not sure the details. You didn't give me the details in terms of what happened. You know, if it was her first time having sex, I would hope that you'd probably, even if you guys had sex and it wasn't her first time, you know, women are sensitive to this. You want to text them the next day and let them know that you had a good time and let them know they're not being used. Women have a big fear of being used, right? They don't want to feel used. Listen, man, here's the deal. We're not going to know. We're not going to know what happened. That's kind of what you have to deal with here. You know, it's, it's, an, it's a shitty situation for you because it's a mystery. And I know that information is going to kind of kill you inside, but it's best for you to just let it go. Yeah, okay, you guys didn't see each other for five days. Again, I wonder if you texted her and said anything to her or to try to get in contact with her for those five days. I hope it wasn't completely nothing. You know, that's the only issue I could think of is she just didn't hear from you and it, you know, was completely dead silence after you guys had sex, after she lost her virginity. Other than that, it's hard to say. Maybe she used you. Maybe she's like, okay, now I finally lost my virginity. I don't know if I was ever really that interested in him. Now I'm going to move on. Plus, it sounds like you guys are young. You know, it sounds like you're in college. It sounds like, you know, you guys have exams and things like that. And you're with women who are not having not yet lost their virginity. So I think it's just time for you to say, hey, it was a situation that happened. There's nothing I can do about it now and move on and practice the abundant mindset. So there you go. Don't forget, coaching is available to you if you want to get yourself to the next level. If you want to be able to ask me questions on your specific situation, and your specific issues in real time over the phone. And I even offer unlimited texting. So yes, some people get this service where they can text me anytime they want and get a very quick response. So there's lots of options for you to do coaching and be able to get a hold of me to help you get to the next level in your dating life. Go to coachedbytrip.com immediately, fill out an application so we can talk and see if coaching is a good fit for you. Can't wait to work with you. Can't wait to hear from you. Hope this episode helped. Good luck if you're doing No Nut November. And, you know, don't let me stop you if you're doing it. You know, do it. Follow through with it. See how it works for you. Like I said, everything is an experiment. See you on the next episode. 